side Put your hands up, let's pop it Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, Greg here, short mailbag this week, uh, Anna Ng, our last week episode, uh, guess who c- called in, uh, let's hear from Spencer. Hey, it's Spencer, calling after listening to the Anna Ng episode, all I have to say is I love this song, great job, bye. Okay, Spencer, real, uh, real deep Thoughts there, man. <laughs> so we got a couple of new fans. One person I've been talking to on Twitter had just finally listened to the podcast because they were not uh, not really a podcast listener in general. And this is Carrie. Carrie said, I finally tuned in to This Might Be a Podcast, downloaded Spotify, made a Spotify account, parentheses, I've been living in the dark ages, I guess. And dived in via the controversial Dr. Worm episode. Excellent stuff, the parentheses. You guys are cute together. And uh, I love that. I, I, I do think my wife's pretty cute, I suppose. Uh, I'm cute too. Uh, maybe, right? <laughs> Twitter has been awesome. This might be a pod. Uh, that's where most of the conversation is going on, uh, not really on Facebook because of the algorithms and such. Nobody sees the Facebook stuff, so I post more on Twitter. So Shrim51 left a really nice note on Reddit. I had posted about having um, Marty and Danny on the podcast and was kind of asking if people had any cool questions that maybe find something I didn't think of. And so... Shrim51, who turns out his name is also Greg, he wanted to know what... So he was the one that had wanted to know what Marty's uh, favorite rudiment was, which was fun to talk about. Uh, nerdy drummer talk. Uh, but then he said, um, he said, Dude, I love your podcast. I just started listening to it yesterday, and I'm up to the one with your wife. You have the perfect mix of genuine conversation and TMBG talk. The pod lover inside me wanted to hear more genuine conversation, and the TMBG fan in me was craving more TMBG talk. You nailed it. It's funny to hear that people were hesitant about the I've Got a Fang pod because the end of the tour, to me, is one of the more normal TMBG songs, and I really thought it was bold for you to start with that one. I've Got a Fang is a no-brainer to me. There's so much to talk about, and you guys did a great job covering it. I love that you mentioned how kick-ass the hip-hop part is and the attention to things like the sub-bass and whatnot. I almost had a heart attack when you said you thought Marty's first album was Join Us, but I'm glad you corrected that. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, before I talked to him. Anyway, can't wait to listen to more, and I'm so curious what your wife thinks about Dr. Worm. Uh, it's so interesting hearing other people's thoughts on a band that means everything to me. The only bad thing about your pod is the inability to chime in while listening. 
I really hope your massive spreadsheet has B-sides like Cabbage Town, Fudge Factory, Skullavin, and I'm Your Boyfriend Now. Keep it up, man. Can't wait to hear more. So, thanks to that kind note, I asked Shroom51, what his name was, it's Greg, and uh, to ask him if he wanted to be on the pod. He helped me figure out that I didn't have all the venue songs on my spreadsheet, which was already massive, and I knew I missed some stuff. So, thanks again, Greg. If you want to be on next week's mailbag segment, the best way to do it is email, I suppose, uh, if you don't want to talk on the voicemail. Email is thismightbeapod at gmail.com. That voicemail, if you do like the sound of your own voice as much as I do, uh, you can hit us up there. It's 224-801-2930, and it's free if you call from work. Uh, So that's the end of the mailbag segment. One more little tidbit. Uh, In this episode, you're going to hear me mentioning a guy named Jordan, and that is Jordan Cooper, who I did not know at the time of uh, this recording. We recorded this on the day of the first launch of this podcast, the day of the launch. The end of the tour episode had come out. This was that long ago. And while we were in the middle of recording it, Jordan Cooper starts messaging me, telling me about his podcast, which I later come to find out, is the Don't Let Start podcast. So if you haven't checked that out, please do. Him and his friend Dave uh, have very informative podcasts about, uh, they do mostly album by album, or like album halves, and stuff like that. It's very good. I've listened to most of it, uh, still catching up. But yeah, so that's the Jordan I'm referring to, and I talked to him to make sure it was okay to keep this stuff in, but... uh, I just thought it was kind of amusing how it played out in real time, uh, finding out about another They Might Be Giants podcast as I was recording my They Might Be Giants podcast. So anyway, on to the rest of my They Might Be Giants podcast. This might be a podcast. Why does the sun shine? Parentheses. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. That's right, they might be giants. Uh, my name is Greg Simpson, I'm your host, and on this episode, I have Missy Tate here with me to discuss the They Might Be Giants song, Why Does the Sun Shine? In parentheses, the sun is a mass of incandescent gas. We need its energy. Without the sun, without a doubt, there'd be no you and me. Let the podcasting begin. Podcasting is kind of a big deal. Not just anyone can have a podcast. Oh, wait. They can. They can. Hey, Missy. Oh, hi. How are you, Greg? <laughs> Good. We, we haven't been already talking on FaceTime for a half hour or anything. Oh, no. I've been very carefully trying to avoid actually talking about the uh, subject at all, but then we keep skirting (laughs) into talking about the subject. 
well, did you know this about the song? I'm like, wait, we need to record. <laughs> like, wait, don't tell me about it yet. Oh, okay, wait, okay. Technology. Doesn't sound forced. Trying to get our technology working when we've each got two devices running. That always makes things even easier, right? Because yeah, between that and uh, and and trying to get my internet signal to be strong enough to actually do anything at all. Yeah, it's weird when we were talking before the like I told you the video was being weird, but the audio was fine. So if that that's what we need for this, it's an audio medium. So I think we'll be okay. That is true. <laughs> Yay! We figured it out. Yes. So, uh, Missy here is a very talented artiste. As I like to say, because it's fancier than saying artist, you know. Do you call yourself an artiste? Do you say it li- like that? Uh, like that. Fifty <laughs> percent of the time, it depends on, on on the amount of maybe alcohol I've consumed or <laughs> something like sure. that. Sure. <laughs> yes, and uh, Miss. I call myself an artist with no no accent at all. We'll, we'll get rid of the T altogether. Art artists. Ar- yeah, artists, artists, yeah. I'm an art. I'm just an art. <laughs> so Missy and I met in Bloomington, Indiana. We uh, we have never done any They Might Be Giant songs together, but we were in a Neutral Milk Hotel cover band together, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And now, uh, and and now you're living. What's the what's the town exactly that you're in right now? I'm in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I thought you were kind of outside, or are you just saying Portland well, to make it, it easier? Was. I recently moved into North Portland again, so I've been out okay. here for just since the beginning of September. Yes. And have you run into uh, Fred Armisen? Uh, I have not. However, I did see Carrie, Carrie Brown nice. once Sweet. in a, in a, in a uh, restaurant. So does she actually, li- she actually lives there still? I, that was a while back. I don't know if she still lives there. It was in, I would say, maybe 2012 or 2013. I was walking past uh, a little restaurant called Bread and Ink, and I looked in the window, and I go, oh, there she is. And then I continued on my way. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I like your band. I like your show. And then she turned and ran away. And she gave me the finger. <laughs> no, she did like the old Italian thing. We're like up yours, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the whole arm yeah. there. Vomit me. <laughs> oh boy! So, um, yes. So we both moved away from Bloomington. It's nice reconnecting with old Bloomington friends. Like David Britton is on the first episode. Oh, nice! And that was fun talking to him. Me and him did do they might be giants covers together. I don't know if you. I don't think I knew you yet, but he threw a They Might Be Giants uh, cover tribute show at Rhinos in maybe 2009? I don't even know. We we didn't even talk about that. But various bands played. Like I actually backed up Andy D on drums for two songs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Andy D and I did Birdhouse and uh, See the Constellation. And then, oh, no. and then I, I sat in with David's band, The Sinkholes, played accordion and keyboards on Dr. Worm, Till My Head Falls Off, um, The Bells Are Ringing. Oh, there's one more. I'm forgetting. So you, you didn't happen to go to that show, did you? I don't think so. If it was 2009, I actually was living in Portland then. I moved back to Bloomington ah. for a 
two-year period in 2010 to 2012. And that's when you and I connected. I didn't realize it. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize that was such a brief window. Yeah. Bloomington is that kind of town. Yeah, it really is. It's weird because it felt like I was there for a million years and not just two in that span. I I lived there throughout my 20s mostly, but uh, I moved back just for those two years. Yeah. 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 So how are you digging Portland? Oh, I love it. It's so nice out here. Yeah. It's like Bloomington, but with mountains. And the 90s are alive in Portland. And the 90s are very alive. The 90s are coming back all over, actually, with the damn damn kids. I saw a girl wearing a a baby doll t-shirt that had the little smiley faces all over them. Oh, boy. And I don't think it was ironically. No. (laughs) That right there is a sign. She was headed to the noise noise show down at the (laughs) local hipster dive bar. Well, I got. I, well, no, I, I shouldn't talk. I go to. The, there's only one cool bar in Lafayette. Uh, there's one cool one where any weird bands can play. There's only. Yeah. Like, the weird stuff can only be at one venue here. Port, Portland, I'm you sure there's where many. They're playing. If you hear a band and you right. know they're weird, they're at that one place. Right. If it's avant garde jazz or some sort of electronic improvisational thing or comedy even i mean really everything everything that's not like a bar band uh, i haven't even touched a tenth of the amount of awesome venues that are here in portland even oh. though i go to shows all the time and yeah and socialize and i'm stuff. very jealous yes oh. Well, you should come out and visit. Yeah, definitely. I've only been to Portland once, and it was really briefly on a family vacation. We did the uh, you know all the Northwest stuff, and mostly more more focused on outdoor stuff like uh, the national parks all around that area and stuff. Because well, my parents, well, and are, honestly, the the outdoorness of this place is 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 fantastic. fantastic. I that's why I live here. I could, you know, I could find a good music scene anywhere, you know, really, but, but the mountains and the desert and the ocean and the prairie and from the mountains to the prairie. <laughs> the whole song is just about Oregon. You don't know that. <laughs> you think it's about the whole country, really? It's all covered right yeah. there. No, but really, Oregon is the whole country. And yeah, Little facts, that's, what, that's what podcasts are about. Uh, uh, so speaking of nature, should we talk about the sun? <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Let's talk a little bit about the sun and, uh, and whether or not it's a massive incandescent gas. Yes. And it just makes me, I don't know the way I said that it just makes me want to drop in my clip of one of my favorite Will Ferrell characters on SNL when he would play Harry Carey. And oh God. did you ever see the one of so he was hosting a show as Harry Carey? Did you see the one with Jeff Goldblum? Did you ever see any of those? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So Jeff Goldblum's playing some sort of astrophysicist, whatever, and it's like, so Doctor, what's your favorite planet? Uh well, I don't. Mine's the Sun. <laughs> it's like the king of the planets. Well, it's actually um, not a planet. Well, you know, one time I stared directly into the sun for over an hour. <laughs> That's something else. Yeah. Hey, let me ask, what's your favorite planet? 
Well, I, I don't have a favorite. Uh, I find them all fascinating. They're all part of a... Mine's the sun! <laughs> Always has been. I like it because it's like the king of planets. Well, actually, Harry, it's not a, not a planet, it's a star. Well, planet or star, when that thing burns out, we're all gonna be dead. Well, that's, that's true, but it's not gonna burn out for a very long time, of course. I hope not. Hey, doctor, have you ever seen an eclipse? Oh, yeah, I've seen many, yes. You know, if you stare at it head on, it'll burn your eyes out. Well, it's not, not, not best to stare at it, the sun during an eclipse, you know. But it's hard not to. I once took a pair of binoculars and stared at the sun for over an hour. Why would you do that? Curiosity, I guess. Heck, I'm curious like a cat. I have a couple of friends that call me Whiskers. Because you're curious like a cat? Yeah. Classic. Man, now I really want to sit down and just watch all of those again. <laughs> yeah, there have already been a couple of Simpsons clips that have ended up in these shows just because if I'm bullshitting with if I'm bullshitting with old friends, it usually ends up yeah. to the Simpsons. It ends up devolving <laughs> to the Simpsons references. Yes, yes. Oh. I, well, then we have to make sure that, that one goes into this one at least. So We'll, we'll figure it out. So, um, all right. First, though, your history with the band. When, um, wait, you you didn't grow up? Did you grow up in Portland? No, I grew up in Evansville, Indiana. So you keep you keep bouncing back and forth between Indiana and Oregon, and Washington, and New York City. Uh, New York, New you. York City. <laughs> I lived there from two thousand three to two thousand. Four or five. Dang, girl. I just moved around yeah. Illinois a little bit and then moved to Indiana, moved around Indiana a little bit. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I get restless. Yeah, apparently. So, okay. So, how, how old were you when you got into They Might Be Giants and how did you find out about them? Well, I think that I'm trying to even recall. It may have been I was dating a guy who's actually a friend of mine and a roommate currently. And I was dating him in Evansville. Is it John uh, Linnell? Joe? <laughs> Do you know, you know Joe Murray? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if you knew Joe Murray, but I dated I him so. when I was like 19, 20, 21. And, uh, and I know that I was introduced to the music during that time, but I don't know if it was because he was a fan or if it was because uh, his best friend who became my first husband uh, <laughs> was, was he, he was a huge fan of they might be giants. Uh, okay. All so right. I, that was my first real exposure. I know I had heard the music. I think, uh, right. I think I remember originally to, uh, well, I don't want to talk that far ahead into things, but I've heard <laughs> I've heard certain songs uh -huh. way before that, including the song that we are going to talk about today. Oh, well, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm just trying to well, guess because there's a certain thing that comes up in like every episode, no matter who I talk to, probably because we're all around the same age. It's a that, certain that thing is that has introduced most of us to the band, uh, which I will not speak of now. Unless you bring it up. So, um, 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so you've seen They Might Be Giants live. Uh, how, how many times have you seen them? I've only seen them live once. It was when I was living in Seattle, and I, uh, I looked it up on a set list so I could remember. It was November 10th, 2009. They did Flood in its entirety. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And, uh, I wonder, I I wonder why they were doing that. I mean, that's not like an anniversary of it or anything. I, you know what? I don't know why they, when we got the tickets, I don't even think they had announced that they were going to do flood. They just did it. Huh? Uh, Maybe they did announce it. I'm not sure exactly the reason behind that, but it was awesome. I bet. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah, I've actually downloaded a couple live albums recently. They've been giving away live albums. Like uh, there was a couple years ago, they released a live album of them doing the entire self-titled debut album. And then there was, on their website, actually right now near the top, they recently released um, a live album of Flood in its entirety in Australia. I haven't even had a chance to listen to that yet. I just downloaded it. How many times have they done Blood Live? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They have have so many songs. Do you know how many songs They Might Be Giants have? I do not know. But I imagine that maybe you actually do. (laughs) Well, it's it's actually kind of tricky because, um, so I've been, I've had this big spreadsheet of all their songs with people different versions of the same song well, th- this is where it gets into that gray area because uh okay. i have this spreadsheet where basically i just copied and pasted like all their main albums eps um dial a song stuff right. and right now my spreadsheet i mean there's a couple maybe blank lines separating albums but it's got 606 uh rows on it right now <laughs> 606 but uh, if you go to, and, and if you haven't looked at the, this might be a wiki, tmbw.net, yes, uh, it's definitely a good place to get lost uh, for nerds like me. But on here, you can rank song, you can score songs, and then it ranks them of all the, all the users. Like, you have to register or whatever, but um, it has 896 songs that are ranked. Now that does include like if there was a demo version. Basically, if it's been released, you can rank it, and they count it on here. So like if they released, well, like like they've released more than one version of "Why Does the Sun Shine." So both of those okay. versions are on there, and you can rank them. Um, okay. But so they have released eight hundred and ninety six songs, which That's incredible. <laughs> when my friend Matt was on, we determined is more than both Dylan and Springsteen's output combined. That's amazing. That is like, <sighs> right. I, I I can't fathom sitting down and listening to to in in chronological order. <laughs> just <laughs> how long? What's the what's the runtime of all of that? <laughs> right. I just looked at Rolling Stones. They only have three hundred and seventy three songs. God. Wow. Wow. And these are all bands that got like twenty year jump on They Might Be Giants. They're like. <laughs> That would be like sitting down and watching The Simpsons from beginning to now. 
it would take you a See, while. I'm really trying to force a Simpsons reference in here since you're. <laughs> we'll you know, figure out something. Let it come naturally. Don't force it. Uh, uh, Don't force uh, it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> would you call yourself a super fan or a casual fan, or where where do you fall on the fandom scale for uh, TMBG? Well, you know I used to be quite a a a. a decent sized fan i've slipped more into casual recently i am not uh-huh. i i am not near where i used to be as far as i i think that my my they might be giants uh like i it maxed out at around 2006 or so whenever i started listening to some other bands that i'm now definitely more of a super fan of uh, but and yet you still went and saw them in two thousand nine. Oh yeah, because I mean it's not like I I stopped liking them. I just you know I, I spent a, a way too much time obsessing over the Decemberists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're taking up all your time. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> because you can't go. Got to go to a Decemberist show. Let's see how many songs the Decemberists have. Ooh, that. Do you have a guess on that? This is what podcasts uh, are for. This is what let's this is what this podcast listen. is for. <laughs> um, hmm. can't find a straight up yeah. number. I you know because he has a lot of uh, Colin likes to low key you know slip in a lot of EPs and stuff like that. So it would be some juggling and and like. I mean, I'd guess like a hundred and fifty, maybe. I would say maybe 200 tops. Yeah, between 150 and 200. When did they form? The late 90s? 2002, I believe, is when the first, uh, when five songs, the EP came out. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, anyway. Back, anyway, this back, is not a yeah. December podcast. Tune into my podcast. <laughs> yeah, get that going. You, yeah, you, I mean, it. you could get him on there. I'm. I, I, he doesn't live in my town, so that's a pro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could. I just want the they might be giants Twitter to to retweet something of mine. That's all I'm looking for right now. Then I'll see yeah. if I can get them on the podcast. I just need we'll them to it. acknowledge me. <laughs> that, would be, that would be beautiful. By the time you're, this episode, by the time this episode airs, maybe that will have happened. That would be lovely. Lovely, lovely, uh, lovely. So, do so, you want to tell us the story about how? Uh, so, so is why does the sunshine one of the first they might be giant songs you ever heard? Is that what you oh, were getting at? That is what I was going to say. It was on Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where in the world is she? I don't know. She's probably dead by now, uh, right? Well, I don't think she's around anymore. So uh, she's dead, Jim. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> dead, Jim, dead. <laughs> yeah, Carmen San Diego, man. The Rockapellas, they were great. They were the best, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so that, I guess, would be my first exposure. And I believe that there was some Animaniacs kind of related things. Yeah, um, I think you're getting the Tiny Tunes is the thing that we always talk about on this podcast. Thank you, Golly. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Yes, because everyone has seen... I think David Britton actually was the only one that didn't get into them through that. Or at least like their his first exposure, because he, he was actually cool enough to... I mean, and he's a little bit older. 
than me to actually already have been into them when Flood came out and not just hearing them on little kids' cartoons. (laughs) That's fascinating. Interesting. Well, he was, I believe, already... I think he said he was a freshman in high school when it came out. So, you know, we were like elementary school. He was old school. He's old. <laughs> no, you got to say school because that's nice. No, just old. No, we, we, we he already admitted this. You'll hear it in the episode. Oh, good. I mean, he's got okay. a daughter that's, his daughter is 20. Wow. I know, right? I didn't think about that. That's so crazy. Crazy old people are crazy. He's not um, actually. <laughs> he's not the oldest people that have been on the podcast because my parents are on the uh, Istanbul episode. Aww. When they were over for Thanksgiving, we recorded it. Uh, so That's then, so that was the first time you were hearing them. Um, yes. But when, so then your your friend uh, or boyfriend. So you didn't really get into them, get into them. So how old? How old? It was did like you say? I was uh, nineteen, probably. Yeah. Two thousand one, two thousand two. Okay. So um, they were already firmly in the full band era. Yes. Then, do you do you have a preference in your listening habits to the duo era, or I know because some people really draw a firm line. I celebrate their entire catalog, but. Uh, some people draw a line that they prefer the duo era or the the quartet or quintet era. I don't. I don't really have a huge preference. I mean, so uh, this this song originally came off in an EP that was the first, like, of them being the full band. Yeah, we should and actually I, play the um, the nineteen ninety three version because I feel like. I mean, I, even I'm not, that's not the version that I listen to most. It's much right. slower. It's, 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 it's much more chill. I mean, we also need to talk about the original because this is a cover after all. There's a yeah. lot of okay. versions of this song. Should we play that first? We should definitely play that first. So did you, um, I don't know if you looked into yeah. that at all. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this because I did some information and research. Yeah, you did research, so I'm going to let you inform our our audience if they don't know. So this originally uh, came from a, a song written by Hi Zare. Hi is yeah. short for yeah. Hyman. Hyman, which is a, a very masculine name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I'm trying to understand who would name their child Hyman and think this is going to grow up. I feel, to be a, feel like it must like, be oh, like German or something. You yeah, know. it must be. But uh, <laughs> he was actually known for uh, Unchained Melody. Oh. Yeah. Really? So that's an interesting little bit of fact. This is who Hi Zare, Z-A-R-E. Is, that, is there a Germany way to pronounce that? Hi yeah. Zare. Hey, sir. Hi, Hi, sir. All you have to do is yell, yell, and that. that. Um, uh, my name is Hyman, and this is my brother Vachina. <laughs> and uh, and Hi uh, Hyman uh-huh. and Lou Singer wrote this song. Uh, the white is white as the sunshine, and it it 
I, I couldn't find any information on Lou Singer though. Um, but it's basically a two. And, and if you want to go even more old school than this, the melody of this song is to an old American, uh, like marching ballad. Yeah, I saw that. You know, I haven't checked it out yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen I, to this I right now. I looked it up and I listened to it. And how about that? Are it's you, called the girl. I, I, the girl I left behind me. The girl. And I'll drop this in too. I, I want to check this out because I, I read that and I'm like, and then I kind of forgot to check it out. Let me hear this. The girl I left behind. Me. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, a lot of things, like the Star Spangled Banner, <laughs> for one, what some patriots would call the most important song ever written was a poem that was then put to an, uh, a British drinking song. Like, it's our national yeah. anthem, but it's the melody is lifted from a song from England. <laughs> like, how, how well, ironic is that? It's like... That point in time was kind of lifted from England because we were just English people <laughs> feeling a country. We didn't... Yeah. We didn't have our own uh, any sort of interesting culture yet. No. Um... Yeah, we're only known for murdering the natives. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I'm wearing dumb hats. <laughs> so, okay, so that's the uh, the girl I left behind me, which I guess is so old they don't know. They, it's a traditional. They don't know who wrote it. Yeah. So then these guys, uh, Hi and Lou. Hi, you Lou. Hi and Hi. Lou. <laughs> Let, so let's play their version, the original, okay. Why Does the Sunshine? The sun is a mass of incandescent gas A gigantic nuclear furnace Where hydrogen is built into helium At a temperature of millions of degrees Yo-ho, it's hot The sun is not a place where we could live But here on Earth there'd be no life Without the light it gives we need What year was that? I didn't write down the year. What year? Um, 1959 from the album yeah. Space Songs on Motivation Records. 1959. And it was a compilation. This was the only song by Hyman and Lou. You just like saying Hyman over and over. I do so much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So I'm seeing a thing here that the the facts in the song come straight from a book called "Stars: A Guide to the Constellations, Sun, Moon, Planets, and Other Features of the Heavens," written by Professors Herbert Zim and Robert Baker from 1951. Ah. So I feel like this was kind of like revving up to the whole, um, you know, America's fascination with space. I mean, you know, the moon landing and stuff was, and the moon landing was July 20th, 1969. Oh, wow. But, like, shit getting launched into space was really starting to rev up in the decade before that, so... Right. I think us Americans were uh, becoming fascinated with space and 
Martians and UFOs and all the stuff that we didn't know anything about back then, or at least not much. Right. And we, we've still got flat earthers today, so that's something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's still my so many people. That they, my boyfriend's old roommate was a flat earther. Oh and it was, God. it was hilarious. Yeah, we would just, yeah, it, it's there, hilarious. It's amazing how many people are still out there that don't know shit about fuck. They don't know shit about fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's just really the only way I can sum it up. So, <laughs> so uh, okay, so let's we'll circle. We've circled back around. The 1993 version of uh, the EP was of the same name, correct? Was the, the EP was, uh, 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 yeah, why does the, the sun shine? Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. <laughs> The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Yo-ho, it's hot. The sun is not a place where we could live. But here on Earth, there'd be no life without the light it gives we need its light we need its heat we need its energy what are your thoughts on the original because i knew the much peppier version for a long time before i ever bothered to check out the original what do you think of the original i'm trying to think of i mean i suppose the original cover is what i should be saying yeah 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 no i figured but I, I feel that I've maybe listened to both of them. Well, I probably listen to the peppier version more often, but I still, I, I am a fan of the, the, the other, the original version. And so the peppier version, we're talking about the severe tire damage live version. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, not, but I, 90 or no, what year? 98? 98 is correct. Yeah. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas and gigantic nuclear furnace. Where hydrogen is built into helium At a temperature of millions of degrees The sun is hot The sun is so hot that everything on it is a gas Aluminum, copper, iron, and many others The sun is blind If the sun were hollow, a million Earths would fit inside And yet, it is only a middle-sized star I'm 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 starting to get some feedback on the first episode, and it's oh, yeah? it's pretty hilarious. Um, I got a really nice email um, from someone who listened to it with their thoughts on the end of the tour. Um, a friend of mine left a nice review on iTunes, but then I also got this message from. So I posted on the Miscellaneous T. They might be giants chat uh, Facebook page facebook right. group and so then i got a message request from someone i wasn't friends with i won't say her name but she says 
What's your intended audience for the podcast? Clearly, this is not a serious analysis of the song, which is fine. But if you're highlighting one song per episode, it would be good to focus on it and have thought about it a bit before hitting record. Oh. <laughs> and I replied back. I'm like, did you listen to it? I said, we get into serious analysis of the song, but we're going to have fun with it. They Might Be Giants are a smart band, but also a fun and humorous band. A completely dry analysis podcast sounds like the most boring thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> for about 30 seconds and then just be like, okay, well, next. Right. Ooh, I, ooh, I just got another message. Let's see. Ooh. Hey, not sure. Okay. Just wanted to reach out about your podcast. What's up, Jordan? <laughs> I'll, edit, I'll edit this out. <laughs> now, see, it's cool. I'm getting feedback like, you know, my other podcast, Best Midwestern. I don't know if you ever listened to that. Um, we get decent downloads and stuff, but like our engagement isn't that high, which is weirder because it seems like this is like more of a niche thing. But I think with podcasting these days, the more niche, the better. Like, exactly what i was gonna say you get you get into that niche and you're going to find the people that are going to dig to share that information right i mean when we started best midwestern over three years ago we were like you know we were talking with our adam from punk news and he's like i don't know is this too specific like are, are we going to be able to get listeners i'm like it's 11 states worth of people you know the midwest is 11 states but yeah. it, it turns out just talking about one band is the way to do it yeah. And we get people from everywhere that like that band. Can I also, before we continue any for, further, since we're listening, like people are listening to the podcast, they can't see that we're Skyping. And the fact that you are doing the podcast while wearing a They Might Be Giants hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I, it's my I feel like <laughs> important information for, for the audience that can't actually see you. It's a great wintertime hoodie because it's very thick. <laughs> very thick and you could tell like it used to be black and now it's like gray because i've worn it so much this okay wait i got <laughs> this guy oh, who is messaging me <laughs> okay we're gonna we're gonna do this live on the podcast uh so this is a bit awkward but i also released uh, they might be giants fan podcast today <laughs> me and my friend have been working on one for months i was going to post to the facebook group when i saw your post i feel kind of awkward and confused about the situation to be honest i said they're gonna be two he said i've been working so hard on mine and felt like canceling it when i saw someone else posted it today but i don't know what to do don't cancel don't cancel dude you guys can be guests on each other's podcast <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> Ask him if he needs a hug. Yeah, we we can be on each other's shows. <laughs> a crossover episode. <laughs> oh, this guy, he's probably like a lot younger and shyer than me. It sure sounds like it. Because yeah, I, I just be well. like, ah, fuck off. I'm doing my thing. It's, it's funny because this podcast was partially inspired. There's a, there's a few other song by song podcasts. This podcast that I engage with quite a bit on Twitter and stuff called Blink One Fifty Five. Are you familiar? I am not familiar with that. Blink, no. Blink One Fifty Five is a podcast about Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two has one hundred and fifty five songs. Oh, hence nice. Blink One Fifty Five. But these guys are totally goofy. Like it's funny. Like I haven't been a huge Blink fan since high school. I mean, like I got back into them when they got serious or whatever, you know, in there, like two thousand three. But 
the podcast is still hilarious to listen to, even if it's like shittier Blink songs, just because these guys have a good, you know, tit for tit, yeah. as uh, Michael Scott would say. Uh, mm. And and they're really funny on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, there's also an Alkaline Trio one um, called, um, I'm blanking on the name. And then there was a Mountain Goats song by song podcast. I've, I've, I've seen the Mountain Goats one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've had the idea for this podcast since, uh, you know, before the baby came along and then it kind of got shelved for a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, seriously, we were joking about it earlier, but I've been in the works to do a December is Song by Song podcast for a while now. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should figure out how many songs they actually do have. Yeah. It was very, very, very... What's uh, that? Uh, uh. My buddy, uh, my buddy that I would be doing the podcast with, he figured out how many songs it would be and how he said it would be like eight months worth of content or something like that. Well, I mean, you could space it out. And do, like doing weekly podcasts is a shitload of work. I yeah. um, like just editing the the weekly punk news podcast. I, I decided to hand that off, but I was uh, just producing that. I wasn't even on every episode i was just on ones now and then but even just editing the thing every week it was like hey we posted we posted our tracks to the dropbox i'm like okay i'll mix it this weekend i'm like oh again i'm like is it is it sunday again already i gotta do this again and i have to dedicate all of my free time to this one thing yeah and i wasn't even the one like generating any of the podcast content i just had to put it together and make it sound good and this they might be giants thing. I think is going to end up being a weekly thing at least to start, just because um, I've had so many people interested. I'm just like, yeah. it's fun and it's uh, less editing than Best Midwestern. But we were trying to go every other week, and even that was like, oh man. So we went to once a month this year. Oh wow! And took okay. and took a break for the baby, so we'll be getting back into that too. Yeah. Oh man. Man, this this guy here, poor Jordan, he's like all bummed out that I. Aww. He's like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we, crossover what, episode. What was his goal? And like, is he just wanting to 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 make you feel bad? <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to guilt me out of stopping doing this. He's like, we we only have. I mean, I I told him. I said I've got ten episodes recorded to be released. He's like, we only have two so far, and I'm. Still editing episode two. He said, yeah, maybe, to my crossover idea. I just feel like, oh, now it's redundant and the world doesn't need another one. But again, I spent so long preparing and editing, etc., with my friend on this thing, so I hate throwing stuff away. But I don't want people to have to choose or feel that there's too much stuff out there. I just have all these worries now. But like this Blink, this Blink podcast, they realized like a few episodes in that there were already like two other Blink podcasts. Oh. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't think they were song by song like that, but so they have like this fake competition. I don't, th- I don't know if the other Blink uh, podcasts are aware of theirs, but they are aware of these ones, and they kind of like friendly, like ra- rag on them and stuff. <laughs> wow! I yeah, this this guy, keep going, do your thing, man. Yeah, come on, Jordan. You come on, Jordan. So, uh, what were we supposed to be talking about? <laughs> um, <clears throat> why does the sun shine? Why does it shine? Should, well, we, should we talk about the misinformation that was inadvertently in the song? 
Oh, most definitely. I think that that's kind of essential <laughs> to know because the song is uh, kind of based completely on a, a, an unfact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for that parentheses part, like they just call it, why does the sun shine? Fine. But then parentheses, the sun is a massive incandescent gas. Is it a massive incandescent gas, Missy? It is not. Not what? at all. What? Any means- I've been lied to by the Johns. Forget it. Throw this podcast in the trash. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is not a. Uh, so the thing about about uh, gases is that whenever gas gets so hot to a certain point, it takes on a property that is no longer gas, and it's not gas, and it's not solid, and it's not liquid. It is. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. What is it, Greg? Uh, plasma. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> a very highly charged state of gas considered a state of matter separate from gas. So what did They Might Be Giants do to rectify this situation? What year was it? Hold on. My information is hiding behind me. Information. Uh, 2009. Although I believe that they they... Played this the first time, I think, in like 2008. I can't remember. It was on the wiki. But uh, in 2009, they came out with a song called Why Does the Sun Really Shine? (laughs) The sun is a miasma of incandescent plasma. So I guess we should play that then, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. funny that this song i mean it's like with istanbul where yeah a song that is a cover of theirs they kind of have like seized it as their own like nobody i mean they pick interesting songs to cover right um, but nobody listens to that song and thinks oh that's obviously uh hi hi there hymen (laughs) good old hymen he's my buddy he's my best friend i want to know if that guy's still alive Oh, that's a good... I don't think he is. No. Hi, Zeret. Let's look him up. Hi, Zeret. Hi, Zeret. Hi, Zeret. Okay. Oh, no, he's dead. Died in 2007. He was 99 years old! Yes, I looked that up online. I remember thinking, oh, he was 99. He yeah, almost made it. 
So close to 100. So close. Oh, you know what would be ironic? If uh, he died of skin cancer. (laughs) (laughs) At 99, can someone die of anything that's not just old age? Yeah, yeah. He's just old. He was old. That Everybody high, in comfort at 99. Hyman, he knew so much about the sun, and yet he didn't know to wear sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laugh. We laugh at a dead man. We're horrible. I'm horrible. Hyman Harry Zaritsky. Hyman Harry Zaritsky? Oh, so yeah. Zarit is just a... Yeah, it's a stage name. It's, you know... Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Because that sounds so much less ethnic, which is usually why people uh, change their name. <laughs> I got to sound uh, white. Call me or white like a German. Some more, Amer- <laughs> more, more American. I'm going to change it to High Zeret. High Zeret. This Jordan guy is still talking at me. Does he just need validation? I don't know if he's just worried that, like, I don't know if he's listened to our episode or what, or... He thinks mine looks more professional or something. He doesn't want to promote it on this They Might Be Giants Facebook page. He's like, I feel weird about promoting it since you just did yours. I'm like, just do it, man. It's fine. <laughs> just whatever. Do, do it. Want, does he want your endorsement? I actually found out there is actually already a podcast called This Might Be a Podcast, but it's about just like nothing. Like I looked it up. And it's not about they might be giants. I mean, I just wanted to have the same or, uh, you know, as similar as possible of a acronym. Yeah. TMBP. And like, I knew I wanted to do this podcast. I had looked on the iTunes store, like they might be giants and they might be giants had an official podcast that was going strong for a few years, but hasn't posted anything in three years. So like, it's kind of, you know, just chilling, not doing anything. Um, And that obviously is from, the band it's not you know it would be way different than this obviously right. they're not going right. to do this about their own songs <laughs> be like here's uh, this song yeah. of ours and let's talk about it yeah they like to not explain their songs or else give misinformation yeah. uh yeah but so i i looked but i didn't google the name i was thinking of or i didn't yeah i didn't like search it on the store and then like i've already like made the arts and like done all this stuff and I'm oh. like, uh, Adam, is iTunes going to accept this into the feed if it has the same name as another podcast? And turns out <laughs> it does. But you'd be surprised how many podcasts out there are about literally nothing. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm doing like the Lord's work here, but uh, actually, but at my, least topical. <laughs> yeah, like they're just podcasts where it's like Chris. Uh, Chris and David sit down and they talk about whatever's happening with them. Like, that's literally yeah. like a description. And I'm like, who's going to listen to this other than like your good buddies? I mean, that's where any podcast starts off. It's just their friends listen to it. But how are you going to build up any steam if you're literally trying to be like, the concept is Seinfeld, except it's not about the show. It's just literally about nothing. <laughs> you got to pick a topic. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Okay. What the hell are we talking about here? I don't even know what's going on anymore. What, wow. day, what day is today? Why what s- year is it? Why, sir? It's Christmas Day. Maybe it will be when I post this. Oh, Christmas Day. It'll pro- I would love that. It'll probably be 2019, actually, speaking of what year it is by the time this posts. Oh. 
Wow, so all of the information is going to be inaccurate. It's already December 6th, and you're my 10th episode. <laughs> oh, wow. And you're doing them weekly at this point? I'm also not sure if they're going to post in the order I'm recording them, because I've had some people on multiple episodes, so I'm trying to kind of uh, split, them up, split them up a little bit. So you might actually not be number 10. You might end up being like number 8. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh, well, um, I found a live version on a classic Conan episode, and I'm gonna send you a little little linky link here over Messenger. Okay. And you can check that out. We can both check that out. I haven't even watched. We don't need to watch the whole thing through. But this is from. Uh, so they might be giants on Conan. Uh, from 1993, so after the original cover of theirs came out. Here to perform their single, Why Does the Sun Shine, are They Might Be Giants. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace. Where hydrogen is built into helium At a temperature of millions of degrees Yo-ho, it's hot The sun is not a place where we could live But here on Earth there'd be no life Without the light it gives We need its heat Conan looks like such a baby I know Love the glockenspiel. The video is so poor that I'm trying to tell if that's a bass clarinet in the back. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's like really pixelated. Yeah. But I love the acoustic bass guitar. I do too. Yeah, so this looks like the John Henry band, at least the drummer. The guy who's playing glockenspiel is definitely the guy who drummed on the John Henry era stuff. Yes, it's a bass clarinet. Yeah, it is. Definitely. And many That's <laughs> awesome. Conan and the Johns are good friends. They played on his show more than any other. And uh, they definitely, they share a very similar comedic uh, intuition, I would say. They have a very similar sense of humor. <laughs> that is actually something I did not know. That they were, I mean, it makes sense. It doesn't surprise me that they're. And they share the the, Brook, the Brooklyn roots. That's what the, Conan like will usually say something like that, like straight off the subway from Brooklyn, they might be giants, yeah. you know, or something like that. <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to see if there were any covers of this, and there... I found one: a woman playing auto harp. Did you? Were you looking for some? Yes, and I, I had found one. Let me see if I can find it again. Okay, well, we can, we can share them. Because uh, Kara, Kara loves the auto harp for some reason. I think the auto harp is pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool, but she, she's, she wants one. We have so many instruments. That's one thing we don't have. I've had them at my schools um, a lot. But when kids are touching things and it has like a million strings to tune, it gets really annoying. Incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Oh, oh, it's hot. The sun is not a 
place where we could live Up here on earth there'd be no life without the light it gives We need its light, we need its heat She's got the finger picks on so she's doing it. She's doing in the style of their original cover. Yeah, and she says yeah. it's a They Might Be Giants cover. She doesn't say it's a High Zared cover. Yeah, yeah, because you don't think of Hyman whenever you think of. <laughs> okay, the first the first comment on this YouTube video <laughs> by Bucky Monk four years ago. Oh, this woman's name is Rachel Stein, by the way. She posted this in 2014, uh, and Bucky Monk says, <laughs> You are crazy. I love you. The sun isn't real, though. You know that? Just paint it onto the sky. All trickery. <laughs> <laughs> I think these, these two must be friends. Because then she said, and now the weather. <laughs> uh, so did you find your, your, your cover? I, I haven't yet, but... Uh... But you can pretend like we're not recording this right now, and I'm going to continue looking. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Here's a brass cover. Here's a guy that's multi-screened himself, doing trumpet, trombone, guitar, some electronic drums. Okay, I'm so <laughs> you gotta check this one out. gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at temperatures of millions of degrees. Yo ho, it's hot, the sun is not a place where we could live, but here on earth there'd be no life without the light it gives. We need its light, we need its heat, we need its energy, without a doubt, without the sun, there'd be So this guy's name is John John Raber or Rabber. John Ra John Rabber's musical. <laughs> it's the YouTube channel. <laughs> he changed the, the the facts in the middle. He changed the how hot it is to Kelvin's <laughs> to Kelvin instead of, <laughs> instead of he had Fahrenheit. to give his own little. Uh... <laughs> oh man, I love the the level of nerdery, and I'm including myself in that. The level of nerdery in the They Might Be Giants fan kingdom is just just through it... just off the charts. <laughs> this guy only has 31 views. Everyone should go watch John Raber in yeah, his musical. John Raber's musical. Oh, he posted this, this year. Track. June second. He's, he's good. He's got a very nice voice. I really enjoy it, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to dig down his uh, his uh music hole a little bit more and see what else he's got going on. Oh my God! Here's a, oh man, we gotta play this one. Oh dear. I gotta okay. Slappy Smark says I got out my old analog four track. And found this song by my daughter from when she was about five years old. She is now 17. I made a video so I could post it to YouTube. This oh. is a kid 
singing it, and it's adorable. So let's listen. Oh, oh. Let's listen to this, Slappy Smarks, daughter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the sun is a master, licking in the grass, licking the regular furnace, hiding in his building, so he'll eat the sun is hot, the sun is not a place where we could live. This video is kind of disarming, though. Oh. Are you seeing this video, though? It's like a Microsoft Paint-looking thing, and it's very trippy. And I know. I'm actually feeling very uncomfortable at the way that sun is smiling the, at me. The juxtaposition of, like, the shaking... And splattering yeah. of colors is, like, very odd. I don't know if he's trying to make it look childlike and it just came out creepy. It's like how in horror movies where, for some reason, kids are always singing, <laughs> Ring around the rosy. <laughs> Scarlet. Scarlet is the girl's name. Scarlet L. Oh. Good job, Scarlet. I mean, as an Scarlet. elementary music teacher, I uh, I'm, that's really that's really hitting me. Hit me in she, the uh, the old heartstrings there. <laughs> she's seventeen years old now. Well, I, this I was posted in twenty thirteen, so she's now twenty three or twenty two. Twenty two or twenty three. Is this? Oh, that's that's the original. No. What do you got for me, Missy? Come on. <laughs> hold on. Hold Pull on. Hold your on. weight. You're the most prepared I've had so far. I uh the. There is a banjo cover of Why Does the Sun Really Shine. I haven't looked at it yet, okay. but I'm going to send it over here to you. I suppose we're combining those two. Yeah, right? I mean, when I mean, there's when there's 800 friggin' songs, I'm not too worried about running out of songs to talk about. <laughs> killed a whole what could have been an extra episode about oh no we did didn't we <laughs> no i'm saying i don't care i'm not, I'm not gonna run out I'm not gonna run out of songs anytime soon Let's check out this okay this guy is a uh, chris daker because what was the other guy's name it was something like that too right um raber and daker raber this is not Aha. Uh -huh. See, he's claiming that this is a uh, why does the sun really shine, but it's just why does the sun shine? Yeah. I think he's got his banjo and guitar tuning. Yeah. Have you ever seen yeah. like yeah. Fake, fake banjo players that cheat by just tuning it like a guitar with less strings? Yeah. Is he's just strumming? He's yeah. not finger picking or anything. I mean, I like the sound of it. Yeah, I like the sound of banjo even whenever you do it like that, but... So this is from 2010. 
It's funny. Even eight to like 10 years ago on YouTube, YouTube was such a different place. I know. Oh, somebody, somebody called him out on it four years ago and said, this song is called Why Does the Sun Shine? Why Does the Sun Really Shine is a different song by the same band. Yeah, Chris Dacre. What were you thinking? <laughs> it's such a fun song to play, though. I've never learned to play it, but I think it's just three chords. Now, <laughs> in the video, he just opened his blinds. But he's filming it at night. <laughs> he points to the window. <laughs> it's like nighttime. <laughs> the sun, what happened? What happened to the sun? Where did it go? There is no sun. Or was that on the line where it says, even when it's out of sight? Maybe that was an appropriate time to point to a dark window. <laughs> oh, he's got a sweet Casio in there. That's pretty good. Oh, are there any, <laughs> are there any oh, other yeah. covers worth... Uh, Worth talking about. Ooh, demo. When you do a Why Does the Sun Shine cover search on, on YouTube, it leaves just some not the right things. You yeah, have to- I, I, went, I, did the, I did YouTube. I did TMBG, Why Does the Sun Cover. Ah. I wonder if I do like a, a quotations. Will that... Does YouTube work like uh, like Google does? Why does the sun shine? Well, YouTube is owned by Google now, so. Oh, here's a here's a, a gal doing a cover. Let's see if she's any good. We'll check her out. A gal. A gal with a guitar. She's got cool glasses on. Her name is Singing Sarah. Singing Sarah. But her name is spelled C E R A, not the conventional S. Anything. Oh. oh, well. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised we're not finding that many covers on here. It seems like something people want to cover. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, they might be Giants fans. are like, well, I'm not going to cover that because it's not really a they might be Giants song. Hmm. You know, these people are technically doing a cover of a cover, which, you know, whatever, it's fine. I sent it. Did you get it? Did you get the thing I sent you? Did you get uh, that thing did you ever watch Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? Yes, but it's been a long time. <laughs> the hippo, did you get that thing I sent you? That's pretty much all he says. <laughs> get you, Birdman? You know, now is not a great time. Yeah, get that thing I sent you? No, no, I didn't. I never get that thing you sent me. I've never gotten that thing you sent me, and I'm beginning to wonder whether you ever once sent me anything. While I'm at it, if I had gotten that thing you sent me, ever, I doubt I'd be interested in what it said. Oh. Hey, hey, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I, uh, I made a mistake. Yeah. It seems I did get something earlier today. You did? He got that thing I sent him! What do you got for me here? Oh, she's got the sweetest voice. So this is from oh, 2008. Hi, Zaret and Lou Singer. Yeah, I like how she admits that she thought it was a They Might Be Giant song, but found out it wasn't. The sun is a mess of incandescent gas. A gigantic nuclear furnace. 
Hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Yo-ho, it's hot. The sun is not a place where we could live. But here on Earth, there'd be no life without the light it gives. We need its light. We need its heat. We need its energy. Without the sun, without a doubt, there'd be no you and me. The sun is a massive incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Yeah, good voice. <laughs> the second comment, all caps, you listen to They Might Be Giants. Awesome, <laughs> spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so here, like nine and ten years ago, people are are uh, talking about how it's not actually the things aren't actually a gas. Like the, before, they might be giants redid it. Super topical at that point, yeah. Uh, so nine years ago, that's when people were saying all these things about the sun is in the ass, but had a uh, had well. So the Sun is Miasma came out in 2009. That was literally like right as as the new version came out then, I would say. Because when I saw them yeah. in 2009, they they did the Sun is a Mass and then followed it up immediately with Sun is a Miasma. You know, like they led into the next part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But I feel like I was already very familiar with um, with why does the sun really shine? So it must have come out like earlier in that year or like a year prior to that, like right at the beginning of the year. Something like that. I mean, I guess we could find the exact, uh, I, can, I can remember the years of most things, but not the months that things were released. Well, I just remember because, well, I have it on here. When did I go to that show? It was November 10th, so it was at the end of the year, so it makes sense that I would have been already from. I wasn't like, oh, they figured out that the sun's a miasma and wrote a new song about it. You know, it wasn't some huge <laughs> revealing surprise at the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not brand new information, but it was still like, oh, cool, I'm glad I'm hearing this right now. It's nice to see people debating science on YouTube because these days it's all just. Race, racist <laughs> comments. <laughs> oh. oh, the internet was such a different place back then. So innocent. Oh man, I gotta send you this. This is some crazy. That sounds I and, incredible. I, yeah, I went and looked on SoundCloud just to see. So here's a guy named Patrick McGorrell, oh. who has he has it just labeled as the Sun. They might be giants, and what it sounds like. Well, I'm still listening to it right now. It sounds like it might be a remix in that he just fucked with the original recording. Uh, so let's 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 go on this journey together. <laughs>
just him recording that slowing like down it. this doesn't count as a cover <laughs> no it's not a cover he he doesn't label it as such but i searched that and it came up with that it's just why do people do this why what's the point of uploading a slowed down version of someone else's song i don't know but it is really really hard to stomach <laughs> it's very very it's like disturbing it's making my gut like go, ugh, I dislike this. My gut. My gut. Oh. <laughs> I feel it in my gut. Okay. Okay, I so sent you sent us one. I saw this one. I didn't uh, click onto it. Is this a good one here? Voices of Impulse. From, ah, two, from, two, from 2013. And it says it's a demo track, so I guess we shouldn't be too harsh on it. That's what, uh, you know, you put demo up there when you're like... Uh, I don't think the production's very good. Let's call it a demo. Let's listen to this. I always got some feedback in it. Intentional feedback, it sounds like. Temperatures of millions of degrees Yo ho, it's hot, the sun is not a place where we could live But here on earth there'd be no light without the light it gives You know, his voice reminds me of Josh Chu, our friend, our buddy Josh Chu Like if, uh, if, uh, Rip Off Charsky did, uh, <laughs> did a cover <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rip I miss those guys. Yeah. Voices of impulse, that is. Uh, and and there's only one comment on this page here. And it's a, it's by Bob Zygala. And he says, just want to point out that the They Might Be Giants <laughs> version released in 1993 was also a cover. <laughs> Tommy Blazer made the original version some 20 years earlier in 73. Now, Wrong. here's the thing. <laughs> No, actually, I believe that uh, that he's not incorrect that uh, Tommy Glazer was the singer of it, but it was written by our our buddy Hyman and Lou. But it was re- it was released in 1959. This guy's saying 1973. Oh, 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 oh. 73. Yeah. Ooh, we, is that a different one then? Maybe we should do a, a Google search for Tommy Glazer's 73 version. Now I'm seeing here it says 1965. When did this when did this thing actually come out? What the hell? But this is YouTube, so I don't really trust that. What uh <laughs> I just it's it we never will know. It's one of those things that that phases in and out of time. So it actually was released in 59, 59. and 63 and 70 just whenever uh, Tommy Glazer. This song will not die. I don't think we're getting to the other song tonight. Yeah, probably. It's still not. early for you, but it's about it's about hitting my bedtime here. Oh no. <laughs> we're at on, on my recording. I mean, we had a couple little breaks, but we're uh, at an hour and twenty minutes right now. My goodness. Yeah. Tommy Glazer and Dottie Evans. Hmm. 
Donnie Evans, that name sounds familiar. Oh, that's that is that's just the space song. That's it. That that's the original. We've already listened to it. Yeah. So why is it saying 1965 instead of 1959? I, I think that guy's just an idiot. The first comment on this one says, on this YouTube I found of that it says 1965. They might be giants rules this song like the song A Kingdom and they are the rulers. <laughs> no punctuation. <laughs> and the second guy says, back when the sun was made of gas instead of plasma. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> People always pointing out the factual inaccuracies. Uh, okay, so is there anything else to say about why does the sun shine, the They Might Be Giants version, that you would like to... Uh, uh, so would you say... I, I would say that I prefer the rock and live version power pop version yeah yeah i mean i like them both they both have a fair amount of of play for me but if i'm going to show it to somebody who's unfamiliar with they might be giants which is there anyone at this point who is unfamiliar with they might be giants sadly yes oh that's so bizarre so they probably uh, don't. They just probably don't know. They've seen him in like or heard him in like a Dunkin' Donuts commercial or uh, uh, yeah, that's Malcolm in the Middle theme or yeah. I I bet that if you if you just pulled that out and said, oh yes you do, and then they go, oh wow. Um, <laughs> but now we're getting so old that that show. I mean that show was like the early two thousands. So like anyone in their twenties, they'd be like, "What's Malcolm in the Middle?" That's so weird. Yeah. Oh, I feel so old. Old. They've done a lot, uh, they've done a lot of theme songs that, that most people, even me, don't know about. You know, I would conclude this entire thing by a uh, hold on, darn it! There's a Simpsons quote about the sun, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> really trying to squeeze this in there. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll think of something as I edit. I don't know. Let's go to Frankiac and just type in the sun and see what comes up. Let's Look see. Look at what? Frankiac? It's where you, you go to get your Simpsons memes. Oh, it is? Here's here's Lenny saying, <laughs> Look at all this. The great food, the party, the sunshine. It's hard to believe one god came up with all of this. <laughs> oh, boy. It's perfect. Uh, Yay! <laughs> oh, oh, well, Mr. Burns did try to block out the sun, so maybe we should put that one here. Well, sir, you've certainly vanquished all your enemies, the elementary school, the local tavern, the old age home. You must be very proud. <clears throat> no, not while my greatest nemesis still provides our customers with free light, heat, and energy. I call this enemy the sun. Since the beginning of time, man has yearned to destroy the sun. I will do the next best thing. Block it out. Good God. Imagine it, Smithers. Electrical lights and heaters running all day long. But, sir, every plant and tree will die. Uh, owls will deafen us with incessant hooting. Uh, the town's sundial will be useless. Okay, that's the one. Who shot Mr. Burns? 
Spoiler alert, it was Maggie. So, <laughs> okay, so, uh, so the last thing I'm going to make you do is I'm going to make you score this song. And I, I suppose you can score either version or both of them. You're going to give a score to the song, one out of ten. You can use decimals, fractions, any sort of weird... You can you can rate it pi, but I don't think the okay. song would be a three point one four. So anything between one and ten, most people seem to be ranking it or scoring it based on like compared to their other favorite they might be giant songs. Uh, mm. So um, why don't you go ahead and and, and think of a score there? I'll th- I'll think of mine honestly uh, and thought it was ahead of time. Well, it's it's difficult because I it's. I can't really, I feel like I can't judge They Might Be Giant songs very objectively because I see them. Don't be a wuss. Oh, (laughs) it's so difficult. This is like, I see these things. If I had never heard it before and listened to it for the first time ever, is that kind of maybe the best way to go about scoring this? You were putting me right on the spot here. I, I, I wouldn't go about it that way. Well, for me, okay, so. Do you want me to do you want me to do my score first? Yeah, do your score and explain the reasoning behind okay. your score. That could influence my my basing my score. Sure. How about that? Okay. Well, um it's a little easier for you in that you can just like go you could you could throw tens out there, you know, if you only end up you know, if you're on an episode occasionally, you could give shitloads right. of nines and tens, but I'm Eventually, into my old age, we'll end up scoring every single They Might Be Giants song because this podcast will live forever. Right. So, <laughs> cancel. That Jordan guy is going to cancel us. He's going to beat us in the podcast game. Uh, so I've done, like I said, this is the 10th episode I've recorded. I've only given one ten, and that was the Dr. Worm, which I would call one of my all-time favorite They Might Be Giant songs. And I can think of a few off the top of my head that would also get a 10. But of the ones we've recorded, that's the only 10 I've given. I think this song, as a whole, and I'm taking into account both the original one and the live one. The live one, obviously, is my, my favorite version. But being that it's a cover in the first place... Being that it's a cover in the first place, I mean, I think their song really took the original to new heights. I mean, it brought it to, you know, whole new generations of audiences. And then again, as their the new version, uh, Miasma of Incandescent Plasma, to yet another ver- uh, generation. So I think it's kind of an important song in that it does teach people things. And it's mm-hmm. a song that's rocking for adults, but also uh, informative for kids. Um mm-hmm. But it's not, if I were going to make, say, just like an hour-long playlist of my favorite They Might Be Giants songs, it probably wouldn't be on it, honestly. So I think I'm going to give it a 7.1. I've got to be a little more more, more reserved in my scores here. I'm going to give it a 7.1. So what do you think? If you think of like what a 10 would be in They Might Be Giants songs for you, and then rank a a score from there. Okay, I, I I do agree that that making it a cover probably knocks it down a little bit just just because. However, I cannot look at it objectively. I have this like I, I <laughs> oh that was like the first 
one I ever heard. And, sure. you know, and well, that should, that can, that can wait. This is, this is opinion based. Right. So I'm going to run with my opinion and, and, and just where it sits in my heart, uh-huh. it sits at, at a good nine, at least in my heart and, and nine and some change okay. nine and a Christmas stocking. Is that a is that a number? <laughs> you know this is going to okay. come out after Christmas, right? Oh, it is, but you know what? <laughs> nine and a lump of coal for you. Nine <laughs> and, a, and a a miasma of incandescent plasma. <laughs> and see, okay, so there we go. They they took the original, and then we also get the nice added new one that is a completely original song. Yeah, yeah. So they get bonus points for that. So I'm going to even knock it up from from nine and a Christmas stocking to nine and uh, nine and and three Christmas presents under the tree. <laughs> yeah, but how big are the presents? Oh, uh, <laughs> if you shake them, what do they sound like? <laughs> expensive things breaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal. No. Oh, okay. So with that. Uh, Missy, thank you very much for being on this episode. It was fun to catch up and talk about an awesome band with you. I really enjoyed it. Have me around for another one, will you? Oh, we will. You're at least going to be on the first kiss slash another first kiss episode, which we'll have to do some other time since this went so long. To be combining those two into one as well. Oh, I get the I I get the bonus of having like. Five, but just in two episodes. I was figuring oh. that was your 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 grift here, is that you were trying to like shoehorn that- in like I'm going to do two episodes <laughs> and talk about four four songs. That was completely not even intentional, but <laughs> I, I'm going to run with it and say absolutely. That was I just wanted all the songs. So, do you want to plug anything? Uh, will your December's podcast be up by uh, the end of January? <laughs> Uh, quite possibly not, uh, <laughs> but by the time we get around to recording the other stuff, perhaps I will have a more definitive thing because this has inspired me to want to um, to proceed more heavily with that and get some equipment and do and it. Go do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are good USB mics out there. You don't need to have this whole rigmarole like I do. Um, yeah, the Blue Yeti—that's a good one. A lot of podcasters use. Ah, blue, okay. blue is the brand. Yeti is the the microphone. Uh, oh, it's not the blue Yeti, like. Yep, I think it's like a hundred, like, hundred twenty five bucks. But then you don't need any interface or anything. You just go USB. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, is there any place that people can go to find your art online? Do you have any sort? Do you have a website or anything like that, or any place that people could go gaze upon your your paintings? Uh, I, you can go on my Instagram, Shaz Kitten, S-H-A-Z-K-I-T-T-E-N, but I haven't done art in a year, so that's also just pictures of my dog, mostly. So. Oh, well, that's <laughs> worth looking at. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. I, and, and hopefully, eventually, I will put some art back on there and, and get inspired again. So. Yes, please do. Yeah. Okay, okay, so with that, I'll say my little spiel here. You can uh, find This Might Be a Podcast on Facebook. I believe it's facebook.com slash this might be a pod or this might be a podcast. I don't even know. I just set that one up. But on Twitter, we're on at this might be a pod. Uh, Gmail, you can email us at this might be a pod at Gmail. 
And you can leave us a voicemail on this nifty Google Voice number I have. And that would be so awesome. We could play your voicemail if you say something cool about the sun. Uh, and I'll play it on the next episode. It's uh, 224-801-2930. Leave us a message. Tell us that um, we're not informative enough or we're not dry and factual enough. Or that you already have your own podcast and your or or that you already have a They Might Be Giants podcast and now you're we're in a war with us. <laughs> hey Jordan, buddy, my advice is do it. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Don't worry so much, man. Just go and have fun with it. <laughs> do your thing. Yeah. All right. With that, uh, I shall bid you adieu. Thanks for tuning in and thanks again, Missy. Thanks for having me. Smashing machine. The heat and light of the sun are caused by the nuclear reactions between hydrogen, nitrogen, carbon, and helium. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. 